to day 65 of Shaped by the Word. We're in our third season now, and we're doing the story of the prophets, which is a wonderful bridge between our Old Testaments, the Old Testament historical books and the writings, uh, to the New Testament. Uh, you see so much of the groundwork laid and the call to repentance, the certainty of God's judgment, but also the inevitability of God's grace and of his restorative power. And, and so that's a typical rhythm you're going to find in the prophets. Uh, they'll move uh, quickly from judgment to hope and then back you know, to judgment. And uh, both of these are you know, tools in the hand of the Lord in order to accomplish his purpose. Uh, he has proved uh, just, you know, Paul tells us, uh, by carrying out you know, his sentence against the guilty, but also uh, he is the justifier uh, by uh, placing our sin on Christ Jesus uh, so that we may be redeemed, and you see a lot of that. So we're in a section that begins in chapter 13 and runs through you know, chapter 27 where God pronounces judgments on all of the nations. Uh, poetically, it begins you know, with Babylon, which is known for her military might, and we end uh, you know, today with Tyre, which is known for her great wealth and her commercial uh, you know, enterprises. And of course, those represent the two, you know, the two most alluring, you know, things of this world—the sense of power and the sense of wealth, uh, and the sense of prestige, you know, that come from um, both of those. Uh, so we uh, conclude uh, the judgment of the nations. Uh, you know, in chapter twenty-three for the West of the week, we're going to read songs of praises and lament, uh, you know, that flow from God's mighty hand and bringing down the nations and, and, and restoring them. So uh, we begin with the prophecy of Tyre. Before, uh, before we read, um, we always remind ourselves that this is a, not just a moment to read some pages and check off some boxes and learn a few facts, but as a, as a moment you know, to come into the presence of the Lord and to uh, gaze upon His beauty, to hear His Word, to let it undo us and redo us and remake us uh, in His image. Uh, so we come with great reverence and we come with great affection um, because of the one who's called us into his presence. So before we read, Katie, you mind uh, lifting us up with a word of prayer? Oh, Father, we just humbly ask you to meet um, meet with us where we are. Um, we know that you um, you see us and you, you know our hearts. You have searched our hearts. You know exactly... Um, what we need to hear today. Um, and, and you choose to speak to us through your word, even in passages that are um, prophecies that are pronouncing a judgment of other nations. Lord, you, you use these um, to, to convict our hearts, to turn our hearts toward you, um, to remind us of what's so deeply important to us um, and for us. So would you do that, God? Um, would you remind us of the, the beauty of the gospel? And um, would you change us today? It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Isaiah 23, a prophecy against Tyre. Well, you ships of Tarsus, for Tyre is destroyed and left without house or harbor. From the land of Cyprus, word has come to them. Be silent, you people of the island and you merchants of Sidon, whom the seafarers have enriched. On the great waters came the great grain of Shior. The harvest of the Nile was the revenue of Tyre, and she became the marketplace of the nations. Be ashamed, Sidon, and you fortresses of the sea, for the sea has spoken. I've neither been in labor nor given birth. I've neither reared sons nor brought up daughters. Then word comes from Egypt. They will be in anguish at the report from Tyre. 
cross over to Tarshish. Will, you people of the land, this is your city of revelry, the old, old city, uh, whose feet have taken her to settle in far-off lands. Who planned this against Tyre, the bestower of crowns, whose merchants are princes, whose traders are renowned in the earth? Lord Almighty planned it to bring down her pride and all her splendor and to humble all who are renowned on the earth. To your land as they do, uh, to your land as they do along the Nile, daughter of Tarshish, for you no longer have a harbor. The Lord has stretched out his hand over the sea and made it his kingdom's triple. He has given an order concerning Phoenicia that her fortresses be destroyed. He has said, No more of your reveling, virgin daughter of Sidon, now crushed. Up, cross over to Cyprus. Even there you will find no rest. Look at the land of the Babylonians, this people that is now of no account, the Assyrians. They've made it a place for desert creatures. They raised up their siege towers, they've stripped their fortresses bare, and they've turned it into a ruin. Well, you ships of Tarshish, your fortress is destroyed. That time tower will be forgotten for 70 years, the span of a king's life. But at the end of those 70 years, it'll happen to Tyre as in the song of the prostitute. Take up a harp, walk through the city, you forgotten prostitute. Play the harp well, sing many a song so that you will be remembered. At the end of 70 years, the Lord will deal with Tyre. She will return to her lucrative prostitution and will ply her trade with all the kingdoms on the face of the earth. Yet her profit and her earnings will be set apart for the Lord. They'll not be stored up or hoarded. Her profits will go to those who live before the Lord for abundant food and fine clothes. So we have the close of the section on uh, uh, God's judgment on the nations. And of course, these are the nations that you know, surrounded Israel. Some of them are enemies, some of them are friends, and some of them are allies. And all of them fit into those categories in different times and different ways. And we finally you know, come to Tyre. Uh, and we've already talked about you know, the king of Tyre setting himself up above the nations. And uh, it's kind of just an interesting, uh, interesting end to this section. Uh, that even the wealth of you know this great city will one day return to the Lord. Mm. And once again, we see, I mean, the prophet speaking out against the pride of, you know, people or the pride of the nation in a sense, who has planned this against Tyre and the bestower of crowns, whose merchants are princes and whose traders are renowned in the earth. The Lord Almighty planned it to bring down her pride and all her splendor and to humble all who are renowned on the earth. You know, again, of just seeing that the, the proud will be humbled. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I mean, this has been a theme that we've seen time and time again in the prophets is the, the Lord is the one who is sovereign, who purposes all things. And, and he wastes no time telling the people, you know, you want to know who's planned all this, this destruction, it's the Lord, but he's, mm-hmm. he's done it against the pride of the nations. You know, that we're just, we're watching is even thinking about how does Isaiah point us towards the gospel you know, it's, it's time and time again seeing the pride of God's, you know, or the pride of people mm-hmm. rebelling against the Lord. And, and we're seeing the corruption of sin, um, and, and not just sin on people, but the sinfulness of people as well. Yeah. And remembered, you know, you know, what Paul said to a very proud people in Corinth, you know, what do you have that you've not received? And mm-hmm. if you have received it, why do you boast and brag as though you had not? Mm-hmm. And, and of course, that's at the heart of it. Uh, whenever we experience the blessing of God and the, the common graces of God, we look to ourselves as if it came from us, from our ingenuity, from our cleverness. Uh, we're more deserving than other people. We've worked harder than other people. 
rather than realizing the hand of God's good grace upon us. And of course, you know, Paul in Romans says it's the very essence of losing sight of who God is, not only not recognizing his divine power you know, through nature, but neither acknowledging as God or giving thanks to him. And because they did not give thanks, but that's a very simple move in Paul, because they did not give thanks, God gave them over. And uh, that's exactly what is happening to the nations. God is giving over in their insolence and pride and the very things. Boy, this is a long lecture. I'm just giving here the very <laughs> things All you know that they have put their confidence in become the, the source of their destruction mm-hmm. and the source of their ruin. And as we found out in Jerusalem yesterday, the source of their shame. Isn't there a, a place where Jesus is... Um, giving judgment to the Pharisees and he says that better it'll be better for Tyre and Sidon than it will be for you. I don't remember exactly where that is, but it just struck me as we we're reading this. I'm like, cause he's talking about how they have heard they, the kingdom is near and they still are choosing to ignore it. You, I, you, I see you nodding your head. So yeah, no, that? That, you know, and that's kind of, I don't know exactly what okay. that is. Uh, it is, uh, you know, uh, the gospel of Matthew mm-hmm. and it is, and Jesus is taking from the prophets and, you know, a lot of, you know, the people of Jesus generations were receiving consolation that God would one day judge their enemies. But uh, Jesus, you know, comes back to what we read yesterday, which was, you know, the judgment of Jerusalem. You know, Tyre and Sidon, you know, will have more of an excuse on the day of judgment than mm-hmm. you do because they have not, you know, had, you know, not heard the words mm-hmm. you've heard or seen the same things you've seen. Even Sodom and Gomorrah in that day will stand up against, you know, mm-hmm. this nation. So it takes all the harsh judgments that you find in the prophets and it turns it back on Israel saying that your sins are even greater because you had the covenants, you had the promises, you knew you know, the presence of God, and, and you had, you know, the presence of the Messiah in his mm-hmm. teaching right here among it, and you you rejected that. You've had opportunities that you've never had. Mm-hmm. And to see, you know, Tyre at the start, you know, for Tyre is assured and left without house or harbor. I imagine that speaking to the economy to some extent, because that the sea was a way that they were enriched through the harbor, and so to imagine just the loss of whatever economy they might have had, and then that leading to the loss, the loss of homes. But then, I mean, that's unbelievable in and of itself. But it is pretty crazy how it does end, though, that she will return, um, but she's not going to just be this place that's just hoarding up more and more, but it'll actually be used, you know, for some benefit, it looks like, for others. Um, yeah, no, it's just a, that's a very tricky passage yeah. because, uh, you know, you it's still called the wages of prostitution. Yeah, it's still like somehow immoral. Uh, so but. even, you know, historically, it's you know, kind of interesting how this worked out. Uh, Tyre did come to nothing in, until it was revived during the Roman Empire. And uh, when it was revived, it was not, you know, a, not a great, not a moral nation, again, but a nation of great commerce and a great, you know, seaport. And so the whole idea is that uh, the, the wealth that you take for granted is yours and, uh, the riches you take for granted will always be there, will one day be stripped from you. They will return to the Lord, and they will be used for the purpose of exalting his people. And uh, before we end the week, we're going to find out that mm-hmm. these are the poor and the dislocated mm-hmm. who will enjoy this enormous feast yeah. you know, from the Lord as wealth of the nations are brought into the city, uh, city of Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. That's good. So much good stuff. No, that, that <laughs> Isaiah's... Um, 
I mean, if you're going to get stuck on a desert island, that, that's certainly a book to take with you. <laughs> I don't know why you would just take that book when you could take the whole book and it has all the books. But anyway. It, but if you only have scrolls, you're yes, going to choose if you're that. taking scrolls. But, uh, <laughs> uh, and, of course, if you're, depending on your iPhone, remember, you're not going to have battery life for the entire time you're that's there. That's true. That's, that's true. negative. So, so, Matt, why don't you rescue this digression at the end of our podcast and uh, – Bring us into a meaningful moment of prayer before the Lord. <laughs> Let's pray, yeah. Father, we do thank you for your word and, and the reminder that you are sovereign. And um, Father, there's there's so many things that capture our hearts and, and our attention and our affections apart from you. And, and Father, we confess those to you, repenting of those. Um, turning back to you, recognizing that, um, Father, there's there's nothing better than, than you. And so, Father, we ask that you would continue to, um, to move us uh, to be a people who are um, humble um, people who who delight in you and who love you and and uh, father who want to see your your glory cover the face of the earth uh, father thank you for your word and the, the transforming effect it has on us would you continue to um, transform us uh, through it today as we continue to meditate on it we love you it's in christ's name we pray amen mm-hmm.